Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. No Zach with me today, which makes the intro quite harder so it's mr wonderful riding solo right now but this episode uh gonna be an interesting one now you can give us a follow obviously on facebook at haunters podcast uh where you can see some pictures from our trip to halloween horror nights also on twitter at haunters pod that's haunters pod where a lot of you were interacting with us during halloween horror nights but this episode specifically uh i'm here solo because you can hear my my voice a little raspy still i fortunately was lucky enough to walk away with uh, a better voice this time around than the last time when we went to Bush Gardens where I was the one that was hit harder than Zach. Zach though unable to uh, be a part of the show today but that's okay because we mentioned this in the last episode which don't forget you can always go back and listen to all of our previous episodes everywhere that you stream or listen to podcasts so that's iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Anywhere that you listen, you can find us. Uh, also, you can rate and review the show. But our Halloween Horror Nights trip was this past weekend. We were there on Sunday night, uh, the last Sunday of September for this. And we have provided a lot of instant reactions from the park. We had the recorder in there. So, so I do uh, apologize ahead of time for you if the audio sound sounds a little more like we were in the theme park because we were in the theme park uh, doing it. We were at the event giving a lot of instant reactions to it and actually that is going to be a lot of the show today but we do have a cool interview coming up towards the end of the show uh, involving Frightmare here in Virginia as well. This located out in Chesapeake, Virginia and Zach got a chance to sit down and talk with the owner of Frightmare so we'll have that coming up much later on in the show but first we're just going to get into into it uh, our instant reactions our reactions our night our experience at halloween horror nights 29 hhn 29 right here with haunters podcast hello are we recording this is this is this live yes it is oh all right so we're live uh right across from the hard rock islands of adventure uh universal studios we can see the universal sign voodoo donuts is across the street because it's city walk baby it is and we're getting ready for halloween horror nights take that josh and rob <laughs> yeah. Things at the same time, but no. Guess what? You yeah. know what else we can do at the same time? What? Iconics. Yeah, we did it. Uh, except did I it. fucked it up. You still, all, <laughs> God, you love saying things. I love you. You are. You know what? That's okay though, because we are at the granddaddy of them all. Like you said, yes. We are at the WrestleMania. <laughs> yes. We are at the World Series. We yes. are at the Super Bowl. Yes. Of Halloween. The Stanley events. Cup Game Seven, baby. That's somebody right. lifted that trophy tonight. That's right. We're drinking <laughs> from the cup. And we, we did are, actually from Fat Tuesdays. We did. Fat Tuesdays. <laughs> so good. So good. But we are at Halloween Horror Nights Orlando. It's what we do this show for. Yes. We're so excited. Today's been such an amazing atmosphere that getting to City Walk, going to Voodoo Donuts, going to Fat Tuesday, everything that we've been doing is so good. Yes. And what we're doing right now is doing the opening of our show because. Blowing my mind. Going, yeah, I know. We're going to the event tonight. We're going to have instant reactions from the houses. Rob's going to be our on our show. I know. From, Review Rob from the Disnoids, and he's going to have. Hey, such... guess what? We did that better than they do. Iconic. Oh, oh, burn. oh that's right. We could say your name in unison. That's uh. right. <laughs> but yeah, Rob's going to be on the show for his instant reactions because he needs so much instant instant reaction. Instant reaction. It takes. Four times to go to AJJ. He's been here all week. We're doing this in one night. His instant reaction to Ghostbusters is like, I walked through that three times. It was fun. <laughs> That's not an instant reaction. That's not instant. That's like you had time to think That's about a it. Pure review. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No, we're joking. We're love. We love you, Rob. Absolutely. We haven't even met you yet, but we I want to kiss you. We're going to see. I'm you. gonna kiss you in like 20 minutes. Um, and yep, I will happening. let you know if that happens. <laughs> but so stay tuned to the show. Yes. We're going to have our instant reactions for the houses, the scare zone. We're hoping to meet Blake. That's a goal. We're also going to have reactions because we're all doing 
the Scare Actor dinner yeah. prior to this That's as well. A so we're going to get a real cool kind of experience prior to HHN actually kicking off. And we'll let you know if that's worth the money. Yes. Because you get dinner, you get to meet characters. I think you it's, get a drink as well. At get, least one. Well, no. I think you just get... Um, oh, a soda. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we get to meet characters. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. So we will be back. Um, stay tuned to this yeah. whole thing. I don't know why I'm signing off. Yeah, why are you just coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, seriously. So, we'll be back in just a couple minutes here on Haunter's Podcast to tell you all about our instant reactions ow. to these houses. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing in just a couple minutes. So uh, let's have a quick word from the Disnoids Podcast. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Disnoids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Oh my goodness, man. What an experience that was. The Scare Actor Dinner at the uh, Monster Cafe here at Universal Studios. Would you say that it was... I got, got it! There it is! Suck yeah. it, Rob! Yeah, what, Suck Rob? It. <laughs> we know how to do it. Yeah, so we did... Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that It shirt. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a cool It shirt. Oh, oh there's a Hellraiser's box. Oh, man, that's great. Okay, right, so yeah. We did, <laughs> we're like kids in candy stores. Um, so yeah, we did the scare actor or character dinner dining yes. experience. And basically, it's just a bunch of characters walking around and scaring you while you eat. Yum, yum food. I would say, well worth the money. What'd you say to me? The term is scare actors, not characters. No, they're characters. Characters. I'm a character, you're a character. Everybody's a character. Exactly. But, and I like orange soda. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but we had uh, uh, Shorty oh the Clown. Shorty the Clown. Dr. Frankenstein. Yes. Frankenstein's monster. Bride of Frankenstein. And Igor. Igor, which, whoo, that was a great Igor bit. Igor did. Igor stole the soul. That stole the show. I haven't even had a drink yet. No. Uh, but Dr. Frankenstein killed me, which yes. was great. Uh, that was great to have my throat cut. Well, well, not only did you get your throat cut, but at the very beginning, before we even entered the building, oh, that's right. Brooke. Nope. Brooke. Nope. Brooke. I'm not, I'm not talking about it. Okay, I'll talk right. about it for you. That's so, right. She got scared, I believe. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, we were at the, the entrance, no. and then all of a sudden, Doctor Frankenstein came in. Now, Doctor Frankenstein came in. He's how you doing, love? And you pooped your pants nope. of scaredness. Okay, first of all, I didn't. I might have been scared. <laughs> okay, but so no poop? No poop. No poop. Okay, so it was really awesome how all the characters were just intermingling with the crowd. Yeah, it's very it's very personable. It's yeah. very, they come in, they want to know your name, they want to hang out with you, they want to give you the experience that you paid for. Well, they want Shorty, to make it a show. Shorty was just like eyeing us the whole time, giving <laughs> us fist bumps. Yeah, he and was like, fun. having a good time. He was having a good time oh, and yeah. uh, Frankenstein almost killed me because I eyed up his wife. Oh yeah. And oh, that yeah, was you looked bad at his idea. I looked, I looked at his wife and he instantly just walked across uh, and came right towards oh, yeah. me and I was like, Don't. hey, you look good too. Like, <laughs> I'd hit you up, bruh. Swipe right. Absolutely. And so... The scare hey, actor. HHN Tinder night. <laughs> I can't. I cannot with So, this character was 50 bucks. Yes. And do you feel like you got enough food? We had, we had penne pasta. We had oh, shrimp God. pasta. We had Steak. New York strip. We had rotisserie chicken. We had red velvet cupcakes. We had s'more cupcakes. Do you feel like you got your money's worth of food? Yes. Okay. Now, this will be the only interaction she does. Brooke, food-wise, how did you feel about it? I thought it was really good. Like, I, I, I thought, like, okay, it's going to be a buffet. But it was actually better than, like, a buffet food. 
Right. And I do, I agree to that. Good it's point. Probably, it, yeah. it is definitely a step way above a buffet. Yes, 100%. But, um, this ain't no golden corral. No, not at all. Not at all. So I would say go ahead, do it, because I, for me personally, Dr. Frankenstein messing with Brooke paid the ticket of a mission, baby. Well, getting the picture with Shorty, just getting that experience, it was something totally different from every other year at HHN. So uh, thank you guys for the FOMO push. So we're about to go through our first house, and the first house will be Ghostbusters, so we will be right back. What do you want, Brooke? Oh, I was just going to say I like the fact that it's it advertised that you get like a free photo, but it's more than that. It's You get all the photos. Yes, we were advertised there. that we got one, but we get every photo person that we were able to do, and we did our own. We'll put them on Twitter, at Hunter's Pod, Facebook, Hunter's Podcast, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go through this first house. I'm going to cry like a baby, so I'll be right back. Hunter's Podcast. Okay, so all right. we are two houses in. Ghostbusters, the first one. Yep, and Depths of Fear. Yes. So let's talk Ghostbusters. I... No, it's not the scariest house. House or house. House. Um, but I don't think there's ever been a house better homaged in my life. I'm trying yeah. to think. I'm, that's why I'm not saying anything. I'm trying to think. Well, I'm you have to, to talk in a podcast. I, I know. know if you know. I know. I, Maybe I it's because you this. don't have podcasts on your shirt. I have it on my phone. <laughs> that's all that matters. Podcasting. True. Yeah. Yeah, I'm moonwalking to do this. Thank you, Rob. Well, why you connect your words together? Rob. What up? On your 75,000th time. Yeah, on Ghostbusters, you're 4,270,302 times. How did you like Ghostbusters again? Loved it. Second time, they're missing some things, so we got to go through it again. Okay. But it scared me three times the first time. Second time, I went through fine, so. Okay. Um, as you all know, we talk about Bernard on the show plenty of times, and guess what? We get to do Halloween Horror Nights with Bernard. Bernard, what are your thoughts on Ghostbusters? Loved it, loved it. Beautiful house. It is very beautiful. It's a very gorgeous house. It is. It has a couple of scares. I love that I had a moment with Janine. Because oh my she god, you like, guys did have a moment. She because she was like, finally, someone did it. And I was like, yes, I did it. But uh yeah, no. Did you? I just stood there and looked at her legs. <laughs> <laughs> that is a moment. I'm gonna say I had a moment in the house as well. I had yeah. my moment with the chair. With Dana Barrett. In the chair. Yes. Um I had my moment wow. with Gozer, the Gozerian. Ooh. And did she, you see Gozer die? No. She does the die. Does she? And shoots the Oh no, well, when I left, I was like uh, hearing the. Oh, the I got to see it. Because when she said, when you're a god, I was like, yes. <laughs> she asked if I was a god, and I said, yes, so I left. Uh-huh. There was no problem. I told her no. Oh. And she, she came right to me. I got shot. Yeah, you're welcome, Rob. <laughs> Brooke, what did you think of Ghosties? It was awesome, and I got scared. Okay, fair enough. Scared, scared, scared. I, I hit a wall. Yes, you did. So we'll get to um, rankings, obviously, later once we go through some more. But we did go through Depths of Fear. And let me tell you, a house that has been sold as the worst thing ever, I think that is completely wrong. I got to lead this one, and I got to tell you, it got me right in the very beginning. Just a quick, simple blowing of air in my face caught me off guard, and kind of set the whole house from there in motion uh, especially with a kid behind me pushing me forward yeah what's with that kid I don't know what's wrong with that kid but he tried pushing me into a lot of different tentacles and heels and a lot of things that were coming at my face coming from the ceiling coming from the side oh yeah <laughs> the mouth bro- oh look at the mouth brooders Woo-hoo! mouth brooders we're giving an ovation to the mouth brooders because they're sexy Look at them. Oh, yeah. Look at them. Yeah. They're just doing it. Yes, Look at these are. faces. Look at them just dead. I mean, so proud of themselves so that they scared the yeah. crap out of everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the thing that scared me. He knew it was you, suck up. Um, like, that guy just laughed. But that guy just laughed as I said that. He's like, yeah, I got you, bitch. <laughs> but no, like, a depth of fear is going through, like, a water station thing. And there's mouth brooders, dead people. It's very aliens under the sea. I enjoyed it. I don't know what people um, 
say why it's yeah, bad. Bernard, why'd you say it was <laughs> bad, Bernard? God. No. Um, but okay, but in fair enough, now that you've gone through it another time, what are your feelings this round? The scares are much more rampant second time around. Yeah, I felt like there was a bunch of people just coming from anywhere. Yeah. Killing us. They're killing us all. Wonderful, beautiful, number three on my on my list right now. Awesome. Right. So that's step to fear. We're about to go yeah. into Nightingale's blood pit. So once oh, we go wow, through that's pretty cool design. Yeah, it is. A good yeah. facade. Good that's facade. Oh, uh, I bet. Looks very, that looks very Game of Thrones. Okay. Very, very, God, very, you would bring I it. did it! I'm out of here. <laughs> Welcome back everybody to what should have been instant reviews, but what turned into a hell of a night. Hell of a night, AJ it's Chin. It's been loud. It has been loud. So we're doing less instant review because we've gone through houses, we've talked about houses, but like we've never recorded. <laughs> we didn't do our job. No, we're doing horrible business for our job. But it's too much fun, that's why. And there's a lot going on. So we just got caught up in the night that we kind of forgot for a second. Absolutely. So, what we're going to do right now is kind of recap because we're about to watch the Mayhem Marathon of Mayhem show. So, let's talk Nightingales. Nightingales was the third house we went to, and I'll be honest, my opinion of it scared the shit out of me. And I say shit very full because <laughs> it really did. I wasn't expecting it. We're going through the blood pit. We speculated about this. We're going through tunnels and there is like serious like creatures coming at us. Like I almost fell to the ground so scared. So what a house. How about you, Wendy? Yeah, I gotta agree. This house really took me by surprise. Uh, I, don't, I wasn't really that excited for it because you know that's not something that gets my juices going but damn they delivered damn they had a lot of scares and there are a lot of good places for scares as well and even the spots where you didn't think they would come from they came from well it's really funny because when we went through that house it's not a scare that got me and maybe you'll remember it i know a scare that got you this warrior this bulging man kicked the head of a like dead person and then scared you and it got you yeah. and i was like what a scare yeah awesome that, that, that was a great that was a great moment in that house that was a fun moment so fun. so then also reviewer rob is still with us and it's the nine thousand two million time traveling way he's gone into the house but i know originally he was not a fan rob what did you think after going through blood pit much better run this time. The stink wasn't in the house this time. <laughs> so that probably helped, but it was so much fun. More scares, more actors this time. Awesome. Now, Brooke, going through these houses, it's always a challenge. I feel like Ghostbusters was like dipping your toes into jacuzzi, baby. But now you're full on body mode. What did you think of Nightingales? Well, Nightingales is actually where I broke my purse. Um, okay. That's where it like I hit a uh, railing trying to get away and it snapped my purse in half and so I had to like pick up everything off the ground in the middle of the freaking house that wasn't fine oh yeah 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 I remember no wait was that or was it depth of fear no that was nightingale okay so it got you yeah yeah it got me okay it got you so from there did we already review depth of fear yeah yes okay we reviewed depth of fear all right thousand now we move on to a house of a thousand corpses and i don't even want to say something from the get-go because i exactly yeah. there's someone i feel that deserves to say way more about this and his name's mr wonderful wonderful tell me about going through the queue tell me about looking at the facade tell me about this house in general oh okay well this house in general is my version of ghostbusters for you in the sense of it hit everything i wanted and needed in a house it filled my rob zombie uh, gore it filled my house of a thousand corpses for those of you out there that have ranked this low you clearly are not a fan of this film to begin with that's why you didn't like this house because if you like that movie 
good God, this house is everything. And I danced my way in the front of that line, preventing the damn child in our group from jumping past me, and even the damn wife of you from jumping past him and past me, because y'all needed to appreciate this house. Now, I did appreciate this house. I'll even tell you what I really loved about this house, is when you watch a house of a thousand corpses, like the way that Rob Zombie did transitions, he would show like creepy television things, and then in each room to separate the transitions, we went through those same things. It was amazing. Oh my God, This I love this house. Yeah, no, I love this house. I think it was great, and I enjoyed seeing Baby a couple of times. Um, oh my God, what's the leader's name? What's his name? Otis. 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 Oh, so crazy. The House of a Thousand Corpses really played like the movie. I was impressed with it. Um, not my favorite, I won't lie. It's my not my favorite. favorite. I'm glad it's you and probably Wonderfuls. It Which is. makes sense. It's definitely it really makes sense. It might not be number it, one. We haven't finished them all. Right, 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 right. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a stellar house. But then from there, we went to Rob Zombie's Scare Hellbelly, Zone. Hellbelly Deluxe. Scare Zone, how did you feel about it? Like, okay, a lot of people complain about Scare Zones not being scary anymore. And this was literally living in that album. What did you think? I thought I was living a Rob Zombie concert. I, it's not as scary as Scare Zone. It is just a show. It's right. a show. It's if you like Rob Zombie music and you like his videos, welcome to Rob Zombie's world. Right. Right. And it was a fun time. You took the picture with Dragula. You had the robot. You took the picture in the throne. Really cool stuff. I got to see Living Dead Girl. Living Dead Girl's there. And a really killer Rob Zombie lookalike as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was really great. He was yeah. really great. So, Rob, your thoughts on the Scare Zone? Absolutely loved it. It's competing with Chucky for my favorite scare zone. um, Yeah, you'll fall in love with that music. You'll want to buy that CD and listen to it on repeat, as I have been doing since I've been here. Awesome. So then I want to talk about another scare zone, a scare zone called Vanity Ball. And I don't think someone had a better interaction than Brooke. Brooke, you actually killed it in Vanity Ball. What did you think about the experience and your interactions? I had a fantastic time. I loved the scare actors in there. I thought that they did a fantastic job of interacting and playing with the crowd in a sense. And I definitely think that they, because of the type of zone that it is, that you, it's a, like you're watching things happen, it's so easy for them to come up and kind of like jump scare you out of nowhere. There were definitely some characters that really brought it and one that became like my BFF. Yes, he did become your BFF. He was using stuff on you and the kid. It was pretty awesome. And I love the runway. We did a solid mwah. Mwah. But I love the runway. I love the fact that it was 80s music but techno, which was really good vibe. I think uh, Blake Braswell killed it in this uh, scare zone. It could it was my favorite thing until we watched that Mayhem show. Oh, the Mayhem show. Was it called fully? Marathon of Mayhem. Marathon of Mayhem Mom for short. Um, I, <laughs> Mom for short. But I enjoyed that show so much. It played the hits from the Universal Monsters, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, Killer Clowns, basically all the like family-friendly movies that are in. Yeah, that friend. Well, yeah, but it didn't show us. Oh yeah. But but that's because it's not family-friendly. Um, I enjoyed the show so much. The music, the techno, the play on the 80s, play on VHS. It was a wonderful show. What'd you think? I love the fact that it was quick. Like, it it didn't take too long. You could honestly show up, like, 10 minutes before it starts and get a pretty good spot seeing it. So it's not like you have to consume a lot of time to try to get, uh, you know, a good spot. It's standing room. Aw, shit. Um... <laughs> I love oh my that God. I love that that's on podcast. That scared the crap out of me. Um, but I loved how beautiful it was. I also love the fact that they took something that they do throughout the year and altered it to 
HHN, which was fantastic. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. What did you think of uh, Mom? I thought the um, Marathon of Mayhem was incredible. I'm not calling it Mom. Mom. I refuse to call it Mom. Mom. That's just weird. Mom. That's weird. But Mom. That, was, that was by far one of the greatest shows I've seen. Uh, the music, what they utilized, what they the did. Lasers. Oh, my God. All of it was just... And it's funny because review it, Rob, since he's been here 675 times and has done this like 145,000 times. For the yeah season. For the season. Um, he, I was standing next to him, so every time I kept having an oh my God moment, he went, oh wait, just wait. And just he wait, started, there's yeah, more. Because there's more, and it just keeps getting better every time. So Rob, is it your second time watching the show? Third. It, as good as your third? Always. Okay. It doesn't mess around. It's a fun show. Absolutely. Okay. Now, now, we're going to get, to get the opinion of a younger audience. Oh. Yeah, I know. So, um, Little Hilton, what did you think of Mom, the show, Marathon of Mayhem? It was very bright and had a lot of colors. And I liked the... Um, like the... I guess the projection of on the water, and then also the projection in the back scene of the uh, whole play. Well, that's why I wanted your opinion, because it is a different show that you don't get a lot of in these parts, and the fact that Halloween was coming up, but it, it was a fun time. What did you think of seeing the Killer Clowns? Did that pay off on the show? Very, because I, I love Killer Clowns. Awesome. So, nice lead-in. Right. Uh, Let's go to the next house I want to talk about, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This, to me, is the house you've been most excited about. Trick or Treat a few years ago was a scare zone and then became a house, and there was a letdown to it. This was a scare zone last year, which we went through, and now it's a house. Do you feel like you were let down, or was the house awesome? The house was awesome, and then I feel like... Uh, when I watched the movie, I feel like I had to, and I loved it so much, I feel like I had to lead through the, through the house, to, and it really didn't scare me much, but um, it was still very funny and fun. And that's how I felt about Ghostbusters. I didn't get a lot of scares, but it was my movie, and I'm glad that worked out for you. What did you think about Killer Clowns, Brooke? I'm pretty sure that they just see me, and they gun for me. Like, yeah. they just go full blast like I'm scaring this blonde. You're the girl. Yeah, and they get me. Oh my god, they all got me. Like, uh, little Hilton was like bouncing up and down, excited, going through a part, and they're like scaring me and I'm slamming into things trying to get away. I like literally jumped on his back at one point. Nice. So, wonderful. We're talking killer clowns from outer ah, space. Ah, yes. Was this a fun house for you? Did it actually surprise you of liking it because of the trick-or-treat fiasco that happened and now oh I'm sorry oh, Rob he likes trick or treat <laughs> yeah, oh, no I like trick or treat but do you think the house lived up better than the scare zone yes yes 100% uh, I actually said this to Rob after we got immediately out of the house cause Rob didn't like you, he liked the trick or treat house but he didn't get the experience of scare zone right. where to me what I said was while there's a slight continuation of scare zone things it branches so far away from the scare zone that it doesn't feel repetitive at all. It is so much fun, man. Like, it's a, it's a clown fun house. It actually is a fun house, like they say in the movie. Welcome to the fun house. And I got the press buttons, and I got sprayed by water. Yeah, it was really <laughs> good. It was really good. So what about you, bud? What are we talking about? Killer clowns, outer space. Oh, absolutely fun house like you would expect. I got pied in one room. Yeah, <laughs> Loved that's all awesome. Houses fun house if you love the movie you're gonna love the house it's fantastic fan service yes so we'll come back for some more reviews you're dealing with hunters podcast at halloween horror nights 29 we got reviewer rob from the disnoids make sure to check out their podcast and we'll be back hunters podcast okay so now we're going to talk Universal monsters now this house is the house that i've been so excited about Oh, like since the this. debut. Oh yeah. 
Universal Monsters. Um, I I say this is what my number two most anticipated house. It's definitely one of your it. biggest hypes. And I'll be honest, going through it, what a mother effing house! I'm talking Creature of the Black Lagoon. I'm talking Phantom of the Opera. I didn't expect seeing him. Dracula, Frankenstein. Everybody's there. Some good scares. I think all around, what a house. I like that house. It was it was enjoyable. It was fun. Not one of my tops of the night, actually, surprisingly enough, but like an in the middle for me. Okay, I think you're a fucking idiot, but cool. <laughs> is it much? Yeah, that's right. The Wolfman Bungee Jump alone is worth it. All right, that's that pretty good. What do you think? What are we talking? Universal Monsters. Oh, loved the house. It was my number two hype list. It's staying towards the top five. We have to rearrange. I think it's two still, but we'll find out later. Awesome. So, Universal Monsters, what do you think? Well, this is actually one that I took in a lot of the scenery in between the being scared out of my boots and all. But um, I thought it was very beautiful. Like, there was a lot of things that like little touches here and there throughout the uh, house that was breathtaking and very scary and I loved it. And they truly did a great job scaring the crap out of me. I feel like you really liked this house. I really did. I really enjoyed that house. Awesome. All right, Lil Hilton, what'd you think of Universal Monsters? Um, it was pretty good. I liked the transition between the um, scenes and um, the Wolfman was pretty interesting because it was like nothing, and then there, here, there he is. And then um, at one point, I was confused, and this is the only thing I didn't really like, not like about it, but I was questioning it. Where Frankenstein's bride came up in another scene. No, I get that. I get you wanted the bride to be in her own world yeah, while Frankenstein had his. Yeah, because I only saw the bride at the end of uh, Frankenstein's scene. And I saw the bride in another scene. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's a very good call. Good call. Um, so, yeah, that was Universal Monsters. All of us liked it except Wonderful because he's stupid. Okay, well, I'm going to turn off the record. I'm going to turn this off now. Bye. Hunter's Podcast. All right, here we go. We went through Stranger Things, season two and three. I'll be honest, highly didn't care about it overall just because of like almost almost the position I was in I either was too early for a scare or too late for the scare so that's on me but not a fan yeah the same I was with you so I kind of missed a lot of the scares aesthetically beautiful yeah like season two and three but it looked like season two and three but coming off of injuring myself last year Nah, not as not yeah. as hyped. Last year it was a top three house. Right now, bottom. I got quite a few scares, but last year was so much better. Um, I feel like it was an overrated house, and they didn't have many scare actors, as well as um, in one part of the scene, they were just standing there doing nothing. I get that, Rob. Huh? Stranger Things house. Loved it because I loved the show. Okay, cool deal. So, good times. Uh, that was Stranger Things, so we'll be back. All right, so right now we're going to talk really quickly Graveyard Games. We didn't talk Graveyard Games when we instantly went through, but let me tell you, Graveyard Games could end up being my favorite house that we've been through. It's very similar to Poltergeist in the way of, like, ghosts and, you know, um, graves, obviously. Um, you know, you moved the headstones. You didn't move the bodies. Um, oh wow, we we're in zombie land right now. Um, so we have to go that way. So graveyard games for me, very scary. I love the story with the teens messing with things, and then the ghosts come alive to kill them. What'd you think? I love graveyard games. That uh, definitely hit my expectations. I thought it could be a great house. It ended up being a really good house. Awesome. Um, here we go. We're going through Yete. Um, Brooke, what did you think of uh, Graveyard Games? Oh, my God. That one scared me so badly. Can like, you go through here? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I can't. Okay. So, now what? Keep going. 
like it was just so like, I, I heard you say like it reminded me a lot of Poltergeist in the sense of it being really good scares um, the creepy girl voice throughout yeah like messed with my head bad yeah no that was really effed up um, Lil Hilton what would you think of Graveyard Games um I did like the backstory to it when they explained it when you were in the line, and overall it was pretty scary. And I liked that <clears throat> in the um, first part, it was like, "Oh, that's easy to scare you," and I was like, "Oh, that's funny and cool." Yeah, no, it was funny, cool, good times. Graveyard games. Uh, favorite original house. It's what? Favorite original house. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, yeah, no, I'm actually probably going to end up that way with you. Uh, it was just so creepy. Good job using spirits. Didn't need blood like some houses do. Exactly. But it was just psychologically mind-effing. 100% agree. I love how they incorporated the cemetery. I love how they incorporated the people waiting outside. Perfect house. Awesome. And we will be back. Hunter's Podcast. All right, so we have gone through an arcade, which is pretty cool. It looks like Daft Punk Tron mixed with some Mad Max, you know, futuristic stuff. Pretty fun stuff. Um, what do you think? I mean, I feel like it, it's your hit. So, oh, hi. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, the scares on the arcade one. So what do you think of the arcade one? Um, well, it was pretty cool because, like, you can interact with the buttons, they just don't do anything. But, um, like, you, I guess they have, the scare actors have somewhere to pop out at you, and since all, you're dressed, distracted by all the bright colors from the um, lights around it, I guess you don't, uh, don't see the, like, scare actors coming because they're disguised as bright colors as well. Yeah, they did a good job of, like, making them blend in with the arcade cabinets. And then also, had a cool effect on top like it was above you where like they had lasers oh the laser uh, yeah, yeah. yeah where they had the laser and then the smoke blocking it yeah they had the smoke machines going where the lasers stop it yeah. it's it's really cool effect what'd you think what'd you think after you yawn i'm sorry it's late um i love the bright colors of it i think it's fun it's very beautiful and arcade what'd you think I liked Ann Arcade. It was a nice little area, very beautiful, cool little fun walk into the park. Yeah, I would actually say it's the, I enjoyed it, it's the bottom from the other ones, but I enjoyed. Rob! Ann Arcade! It's alright. Alright! And uh, for moving on... I like the girls with nunchucks on stilts. Yeah, Lady Gaga with nunchucks is pretty awesome. So let's go to the Us House. Wow! did not see that coming i yeah they did a good job of following the steps of the movie like i enjoy that it starts at the um vision quest and then goes midway through back to vision quest where you go to the underground stuff very good stuff um a lot of scares uh the the the, the you know the doppelgangers in holding their hands and such really creepy what'd you think I think they did, that they did a really good job with that one in the sense of um, not only were they very in tune with the music, which I thought was awesome, but I felt like no matter what room I was in, I was getting hit. And it wasn't just like once, it was like two or three times. Yeah, I would actually say the house is scarier than the movie. But Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. What what'd you think? Um, well, uh, <clears throat> At one point, um, I like I got scared that I just ran through a couple like rooms, and then um, at the beginning it was kind of funny because the guy was standing there with a the sign, like in the movie, and um, I feel like you could like hear the um, the main character talking throughout every room. Yeah, I did. As well as the songs. I enjoyed uh, hearing her hurt voice talking through what was her character's name red yes red 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 i enjoyed hearing red talking like you left us we're americans blah 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 what'd you think of us i like the us house a lot it actually did a lot better than uh what i gave it credit for because i was a big eh person on it yeah both of us were not fans but they stayed true to the movie it was really good rob what'd you think of us I'm starting off, it was my least anticipated house. It is now one of my favorites. I get that. I get that movie-wise, it did it 
did a good job. I can't wait to rank these. And yes, we will be giving a full review of the final house we walked through, the final scare zone as well. But we will be giving that full review in our next episode. But we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back on the other side, Zach got to sit down with the owner over there at Frightmare, discuss the upcoming haunt season for them, what you can expect. So stick around. Zach is back with our interview next, right here on Haunters Podcast. Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits, my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon, and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflix and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Mark Curling, owner and operator of Frightmare in Chesapeake, correct, Mark? That is right. Awesome. That is great. So just a little backstory for our fans that listen. Um, you know, I've been going to Frightmare for a couple of years now. I've done two of the Halloween events. I actually got to go to Frightmare before Christmas last year, which was a blast. But basically, you know, really quick, how about you give us some information about yourself? Like, how did Mark Curling get into horror? Well, um, from an early age, I always liked horror movies. But what really got me to where I am now is uh, about in 1984, I decided to turn my garage into a, a haunt for the neighborhood, uh, let everybody go through there. And I was putting out my, uh, my, my graveyard, my coffin, everything out in the yard one day. And a lady came by and asked if she could take pictures. A letter, and then I noticed her her uh, camera was kind of a fancy camera, so she handed me her card, and she was from the Virginia Pilot Ledger Star. So keep in mind, '84, everyone got the paper, right? And she said, uh, she said, uh, you know, would you mind if I uh, uh, maybe use uh, one of these pictures? We'll put you a little blurb in the paper, and you get a lot of people in. I said, sure. Uh, that year, I think uh, Halloween was on a Friday or Saturday night. And so the next morning I went out to get the paper and on my driveway and I opened it up and there on the uh, uh, one half of one page was a picture of me coming out of the coffin saying my name, my address. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, long story short, we had a line around the block. The cops came to the house, thought we were throwing a block party. When they found out I was doing a, uh, a Halloween haunt, they, um, they helped us out, did crowd control, kept people in line. Um, and so I got a taste of it, but that was 35 years ago. Right. Um, and so just that alone was kind of like the seed. And five years ago, I just decided to take the plunge and spend the money and do it. Well, and, you know, I mean, that's an exciting plunge to just jump in on, like, because I imagine, I mean, every time I've gone, it's crazy lines around the building. And in case of anybody listening who hasn't seen it, it's in a shopping center, but it wraps around the shopping center. To, and, you know, you have a specific time for people to get there and you'll let them all in. But it can be a long time. But to kind of go back to that, that first year of Frightmare, what was it like, you know, going inside this building creating the separate rooms like how did you plan to do it uh, it was basically uh graph paper and a demented mind um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that was pretty much it um uh i've always always had this uh dark side <laughs> right oh i get it don't worry <laughs> i get it <laughs> and uh, so this is a this is a vent for me this is a venue that i can People actually pay me to terrorize them. I don't get any better than that. Um, yeah, it was all on paper. I mean, the big step is obviously putting forth uh, an indoor haunt is expensive yeah. um, because you have a build out and you have rent and everything else. Um, so yeah, you know, you have to take the plunge and hope it works out and and it and it has better than we ever imagined. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I would actually go on a limb, and I've said it plenty of times on the show through reviews and stuff that frightmare is my favorite bar none like in virginia like if i'm going to one haunt during the year it's going to be this one um to kind of like piggyback off creating that first year 
how do you change it throughout the years because i feel like you know last year i saw the sign that you were coming up with a brand new scheme this year so do you actually tear down every single thing and then rebuild it we do uh like for instance this year our fifth year we we changed about 65 percent of the haunted oh wow so what we try to do is uh that's why we have this basic uh, subtitle tagline frightmare presents Mm -hmm. because we want to convey to people that this is not the same haunt uh each year it's different there's a different experience um rooms walls decor uh you know the twists and turns everything changes up each year so it's a lot of work but basically uh, in a nutshell i start um when we close up uh by normally sometime in uh, after our primary before christmas i start to work on the following year okay so it's basically a pretty much quick turnaround that you work throughout the year for it yeah yeah work throughout the year and put more ideas together we try to be as original as possible and and uh, you know you kind of try to put things together if you could put two things two scary things together they're even scarier like a none that's a clown right. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, you take two scary things and meld them and they, they become something uh you know even more scary yeah you're making hybrids now yes we do we do hybrids <laughs> so also throughout the season there's a couple of other events that i've noticed for a frightmare so like you have the the lights out version where basically everything's dark and you go through the house not being able to see a thing um and then you have another one that's one night only full contact now what exactly okay my co-host who's not here right now wonderful he he won't tell you but he is scared of that kind of stuff so if i'm able to convince him to go to the contact version what exactly it comes with a waiver so are you going to punch me in the nose <laughs> only if they get punched first uh, <laughs> it's a yeah it's a one night only thing this is the first time we've ever done it um, we're we try to be pretty much hardcore we're not for the kids Right. Although we do have some come through because we test them before they get inside the haunt to make sure they're not gonna not gonna fold on us, right? Um, but yeah, we, uh, um, I mean, we we try our best to. Uh, excuse me, <coughs> I had a sneeze coming. Oh no problem. Um, yeah, we we try to. What was that? Let's see the the, the uh, soul survivor. Yeah, um, it, it's going to be a deal where. Uh, where basically people are are grabbed, they're pulled, they're kidnapped. Um, uh, you know, it, it's uh, going to be. An, it's not for everybody. No, right? no. Uh, but, but the first one hundred customers uh, are going to receive a Frightmare Soul Survivor T-shirt oh. uh, when they enter. So, sort of a badge of honor, say they made it through that kind of thing. Right. Well, I. You know, it's kind of in my eyes you said it perfectly where it's like it's not for everybody hence why it's only one night only and you don't have to go through this is not something like oh you you signed up for this like you literally have to sign up for this <laughs> that's right it's not even not even on our calendar right uh, you know, it's not a night we're normally open so right but i i feel like you guys do a really good job of conveying to all types of uh audiences because as you've seen our podcast promotes heavily of like halloween horror nights in orlando which yeah. that's what they like to base their stuff off of and i feel like you do the same thing where it's you know you're, you're going to get petrified when you go in you're going to get all types of different horror coming in but there's also special nights and speaking of special nights you also have during the holidays some holidays uh, you have Frightmare Before Christmas this December, which you did last year, mm-hmm. and now you're also going to do Love Bites and Happy Easter uh, for 2020. Now, is that uh, a new thing uh, happening for Valentine's Day? Because I didn't know if you, this that's was the first new. year. Okay, so this yeah, is the yeah, first that's, year. That's a, that's a new thing uh, because normally once uh, we do Frightmare Before Christmas, we're done. But this year, uh, yeah, we've been. Uh, we you know come up with a few really uh, incredibly gross ideas for um, <laughs> doing a frightmare twist on Valentine's Day and Easter. Right. So yeah, it's not going to be your normal. Uh, you know, you might go in with your loved one and, and leave with someone who hates your guts. Um, <laughs> that kind of thing. 
Uh, and the Easter Bunny is not—I mean, it's not going to be eggs in this basket. I can tell you that. So. <laughs> no, I'm—I'm I'm very excited that you guys are actually putting this on because I—I—I I, I mean, there's—I'm not saying I need an all-year hunt, but for the fact that you are going to have these specials, and if you go through the 2019 season and buy your ticket early, don't you have a deal that's like twenty bucks for all those? Yeah, it's uh, uh, my wife thought I was nuts, but uh, basically we're offering all three events for twenty dollars, so it's less than seven bucks an event if you buy them ahead. But there's only a limited number of those uh, tickets that we had printed off. I think there's about two hundred of them left right now. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, so if yeah. you can buy them at the box office, but that's that's the only way you can get them other right. than uh, just showing up the night of the event. Right. And you know the the season has started. Uh, you started it on Friday the thirteenth. How did the Friday the thirteenth go? Did you have a good crowd and like Jason inside the house? Each each year we've uh, each year we've had uh, a bigger crowd. Uh, we open earlier than most haunts, but that's because I like uh, our our actors uh, to have time to really hone their craft. Right. Uh, so that when we really get busy, uh, they are. Uh, tried and true they know exactly what they're doing um we start off with a bang but we only get better as the season goes on absolutely uh, uh yeah we have uh yeah we you know to the events i mean the the blackout is probably our most popular one mm-hmm. um and they get that little glow stick uh to walk through the hunt <laughs> that's all they get we turn the lights off and they get a little tiny glow stick um so that creeps people out oh um, my god and then this year we have on the 18th we have Frightmare Purge, um, and that'll be particularly ugly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're doing Blackout two nights this year. So we we put all that. That's all part of our normal schedule. Oh, that's so awesome! That is really awesome. Like like I said, you guys do different styles throughout the season, which is why I think people come back like you, you you see different experiences every time you can go um that's why you're going to always get me to come but you know the season just started but how about previously to talk about the past a little bit do you have any like funny stories about going through i know when i go through (laughs) and i've said it many a times my mouth is kind of the worst be there a kid or not i'm going to be screaming and you guys have made me say some vulgar things oh yeah we've we've turned angels into demons uh (laughs) uh very quickly in there you can never tell exactly what you're going to get uh like i say we test people in the ticket area and then in what we call orientation because we don't want people uh imploding inside the haunt and causing a problem so right. we want to see if they're tough enough, um, you know, to get through the first couple areas. Um, but yeah, we've had a, quite a few things. Um, it's always not what you think. We get some big, three hundred fifty pound burly biker looking dudes, and they get in the first room and they scream like a twelve year old girl. <laughs> um, that happens more often than you'd ever imagine. Um, the first year we had a a man uh, actually, um, how shall I say, did number two in his pants. Oh my God. So, at our finale, well, it was really like more like one and a half because it ran down his leg and all over the. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We had to stop the hunt and mop. We had to stop and mop. Um, you know, do a cleanup. Oh we, no! We actually average one peer each weekend. Do you really? We actually average one peer each weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 happens with with uh, an alarming regularity. Uh. Um, probably the craziest story was we had a. Uh, a lady that um, uh, she was trying to get away from uh, what we call our finale, this person in the finale, and she ran uh, almost through a wall. Um, what? And these walls are really built very well, but this happened to be a plastic wall. And uh, when I went in there after we closed, I saw the complete imprint of her body in the wall from <laughs> her torso to her head and her shoulders were in the wall what yeah and and one of my actors said yeah she hit the wall i helped her up she said i'm okay and she left (laughs) and then the next morning she left a review saying that um she'd gone to frightmare last night uh she hit the wall she broke her arm spent three hours in the emergency room and five stars that was the best haunt she's ever been to So that's uh, that's what you call hardcore Halloween, right there. Uh, oh, I, man. I wanted to find that lady and give her lifetime tickets because that was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's no other review better than that. Like that's going there's to hang not, on the wall. There's definitely not. 
I mean, we're not politically correct uh, or morally correct when it comes to our hunt. We had uh, uh, a couple years ago, we had a nun eating a baby in a pentagram. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, That's about right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we do we do things that aren't, uh, uh, you know, they go a little further. Right. A couple years back, you might remember the deal with the clowns. We had clowns you yes. know, showing up outside of the woods and yeah and the haunts in town were saying we're not doing clowns this year don't worry so i had a special event that year and we called it clown town where every actor was a clown <laughs> <laughs> we're full of clowns baby <laughs> so we don't go for the you know softy thing we uh right we try to uh we try to stay hardcore as much as we can oh i mean you guys do such a good job because my first year going i want to say and correct me if i'm wrong but but you do the little orientation at the beginning and i got to the door and there were multiple knobs and right. like uh-huh. one was locked and then one was wired and electrocuted me and i was like what is going on i've never experienced anything like that before but i remember last year i was walking through the house and i had no idea where i was going i put my hand on the wall and there was an electrocution as well it was like they've got me twice what's that about yeah well we have we have three opportunities to get get your charge on um We, we tell people, you know, if you got pacemakers, you might want to come in here. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we do have we do have three places where you might get a pretty good tingle. Oh. It's, it's nine volts, but it, it feels like a lot more. Oh, yeah. When you're not yeah. expecting it, and you guys, that's what I really love about Fright Mayor is the fact that you guys, I never can remember the house. Like, going through it, it is some of the petrifyingest things that I've ever seen. But what I enjoy is the fact that you guys do change it constantly. Even even with short time, like from the regular season to Frightmare, there's enough changes. I mean, like there's a gosh darn Krampus going around in that house. Right. That's uh, right. Yeah. For, for Christmas, <laughs> yeah, we have a have a axe wielding Santa, and yep, we got demented elves and you know we, we put up some really really creepy christmas decorations and so on so yeah. yeah um now you know you've won best haunt in four years for four years um in virginia and you know you want to go for that fifth what are some of like how do you up it how do you how do you go for that fifth and you know do you plan on expanding further in the future Yes, we, we actually had plans last year to expand. We had uh, an empty space next to us where we are now, and uh, about uh, one day before I was going to make an offer, someone else had taken the spot. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, you know, it's a lot of work to open up an, you know, a, a second location. Right. Um, when I do, uh, I mean, it's it's a family affair. My wife, my, my son and daughter both uh, uh, help out and everything. Um, but, uh, you know, the lion's share of the, the construction and all that stuff, I, I do myself. Uh, right. So uh, it's a lot to take on on a completely second location. I was hoping to expand the one that we had. Right. So we'll see what happens with that, uh, you know, in the near future. Who knows if it's available, I'll, I'll take it. Right, right. Well, hey, no worries, because your new tenants are going to see you around October, September. You're just going to get them out of there. Just send over the clowns. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if the clowns don't work, well, Santa will get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I am talking to Mark Curling from Frightmare. If you want to learn more about Frightmare, just go to their Facebook. You can just search for them. They're there. But if you want to go this year, go to 1905 South Military Highway, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23320. And you can call them at 757 470 five seven nine one mark i guess you know with with your your expanding is there anything that you can say right now to convince the fans to come on out to frightmare because i i've been preaching your your cause for a couple of years now just convince the people to come on out well um all i can say is uh you know the ratings prove it out themselves and that the fact that we've been uh uh, number one in all of all of Tidewater, and uh, we've even beat out uh, people like Bush Gardens and Kings Dominion. Uh, you know, what's your multi-million dollar operation? Right. And, and we're nowhere near on that scale. But uh, you know, what we strive to do every year and every actor that we have in there is to uh, give every single person their absolute most horrible attention 
<laughs> when they come through. Um, and it's kind of a family affair. I mean, our actors and everything, they're, uh, you know, they're, their friends and colleagues and everything else and without them there wouldn't be a frightmare right uh, and i make sure they know it so we have people with value um and they try to give every customer a, an optimum experience absolutely absolutely and i plan on going down i think this weekend i'm trying to come down and then uh you're basically open to every weekend and then the final week of october are you open more yeah, we're, we're every Friday and Saturday right now, 7 to 10, and we always say if you're in line by 10, you get in. Right. So, you know, sometimes the line can be uh, around the around the corner at 10 o'clock, but we're there till if, if you're in line at 10, we're going to get you in. Um, keep in mind that we don't, we don't put through, uh, we don't put people through like cattle. Um, right. We, uh, we try to keep it uh, at five people or less at a time so that you're having a, a very, um, intimate uh, singular experience I mean you feel like you're the only ones in there other than the actors that are that are harassing you um, uh, so we keep it that way we could make more money if we just sent people through like cattle but uh, we wouldn't be what we are no no I think you hit it on the nose right there is the fact that when when you go in there it is you and like you said top maybe five of you total and that's what's kind of also creepy about it is the fact that I don't think anybody especially in this area going to Bush Gardens going to Kings Dominion or any other haunt you are just going in like cattle and the fact that it's just so few of you there's something eerie about that yeah it, it's a it's kind of an alone experience and uh you know we we want to i've been to other haunts uh you know and they the person in the front gets all the scare and we always have people say oh I, you'll be up front you'll be up front and says, we always tell them it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter where you are in the middle at the back it doesn't matter we're going to get you <laughs> <laughs> every actor knows you're going to get everybody Mark, thank you for coming on. Uh, if you want to follow them on Twitter, go to at Frightmare VA. And like I said, go to Facebook and search Frightmare. I'm guessing VA the same? Yeah, if you if, even if you Google Frightmare, we're like the first three or four uh, results uh, when you do. So we're very easy to find. Okay, cool deal. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm going to have you back once again, probably just to tell me who pooped the pants this year at the end of the oh, year. Yeah. We, we, we hope we get a crapper because we've got plenty of peers. <laughs> <laughs> Too many peers. We need some crappers. <laughs> we need some crappers. Matter, a, a little segue there is that the first year we, uh, because of this guy, that that happened early on, we uh, we printed up a uh, T-shirt that said "I crap my pants at Frightmare," uh, and we, we sold we sold out of those shirts pretty quick. So we're oh. thinking about reprinting those. I tell um, you what, if yeah. you reprint them, I'm buying one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on, Mark. Hey, thank you. Scary soon. That was Zach hanging out with Mark over there at Frightmare. Definitely give them a check out. Definitely make some plans. Swing on in there. It sounds like they've got some cool stuff going on this year. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. That was our instant reactions there to Halloween Horror Nights 29. You can tell still by my voice, which is a little raspy. Probably should have taken an extra day off at my job. Uh, that we had a great time. It was a great year. And definitely look forward to now having some time to sit on these houses. And I'm sure I speak for Zach as well with this. Definitely look forward to reevaluating this year and talking about that in the upcoming episode. So thank you guys again. Make sure you go back, listen to some previous episodes. Rate, review the show as well on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you listen to the program. Uh, help get us to number one. We want to get there. We want to be the number one travel podcast because, well, why not? Help us get there, guys. Uh, and also, don't forget, you can follow us on our Facebook, facebook.com. Give us a search, Hunters Podcast, and on Twitter where you can interact with Zach and myself. I've been tweeting a lot more recently there as well, at Haunters, P-O-D, Haunters Pod on the Twitter. Until next week, stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at HauntersPOD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked 
and the lights are on, you never know when the next scare will come for you. <laughs> Hey!